0: Hello, welcome to, what is it called again? Cartoonists drink whiskey and using the NBN talk about the election buffering. I'm Walkley Award winning cartoonist for the Guardian Australia, John Kadelka, and you are?
1: My name is First Dog on the Moon, and I stole John Kadelka's Walkley. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: it's true. You should be ashamed. When am I getting it back, you monster? <laughs> uh,
1: this is weird. I'm I, I'm, I'm feeling right. bad about being you now.
0: OK. Yeah, well, you should, you should feel good to be me. I'm great. Yeah, I'm good. a really lovely guy. I'm a lot much of a nicer person than you are, John. Let's well, it's 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 the election podcast. This is uh, yeah. number three. We're three weeks in. We've got five weeks to go. It's a bloodbath. It's democracy uh It's a pocket Australian electoral commission. It's
1: a it's black all... hole heading towards Canberra. Oh, they won't just... notice.
0: No, oh, nobody will notice. they will feel right at home. So there's a lot going on, even though there's not a lot going on. There's a lot to talk about. Um, uh, We've introduced a new
1: segment. Oh yes,
0: which a couple? Which one? Which one? What, is, we, what has David Feedy done wrong this week? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and as as John Houston, former opposition leader uh, of the of the Liberal Party. Uh, who famously lost an election to Paul Keating, said it's no longer a gaff; it's now doing a feenie. Um,
1: Which is nice because it used to be called a Houston back in the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, so this this week. Uh, come on, this week David uh, uh, left his briefing notes, his Labor Party election briefing notes in the Sky Studios. Um, he also was unable to answer simple questions about labor policy but i reckon that's a bit harsh because up until about i don't know maybe 3 4 months ago no one in the alp would have been able to answer questions
1: about but labor policy i'm i'm getting a bit ahead of ourselves here by saying that look i saw the leaders debate tonight and honestly bill shorten struggled to answer questions about labor policy too
0: did, did you what well, funny you mentioned it because both bolt and paul murray who no one's ever heard of uh, on Sky called it for shorten this evening. That's although according to Paul Bongiorno on Twitter, which just goes to show I really do actually do some research. You're quite connected, mate. Mate, I, I know I know people, buddy. Here, here's the thing.
1: Yeah.
0: The best piece, and 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 because this is a podcast, I can't show you any pictures. Yeah. But if you go to the Guardian's, um, the Guardian's. Uh, I suppose live blog or report on on the uh, on the leaders debate, and you scroll down to the bottom. It's a bit of a photo essay, uh, mainly done by the marvelous Mike Bowers, who well, actually he's betrayed us all because they're not doing cartoons on Insiders anymore. But that's he's, he's
1: Australia's premier cartoonist, and he's a bandit in era of need. Yeah,
0: um, he's taken a photo of Laura Tingle, uh, and it's, it's it's wonderful. She looks so horribly bored, so horribly disappointed in both. Uh, both Bill and Malcolm um, I'll seek it out. It's,
1: it's sort of like like Munk's the scream, but if the guy was just really <laughs> really, really bored,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it's like and he was and he was a woman
1: It was a good photo look for for a guy who's a cartoonist, he takes a bloody good photo, but I suppose taking photos is quite easy
0: now listen yeah. i'm gonna I'm gonna take us off on a little a little journey here Ooh. because I have discovered. And this may shock you: mm. that Bill Shorten has a twin brother. Did you
1: know that, John? I did not know that. I did not know that fact. Is
0: well, it it, true. It, look, it's absolutely true. Here's a little bit of a little bit of family history. Um, Bill uh, Bill's twin brother is called Robert uh, Robert Shorten, or Bob. Mm. I don't know whether they call him Bob, but I do. Um, now, their dad was William Robert Shorten, all right, or, if uh, you will, Billy Bob Shorten. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: uh, I, I suspect that's not what they called him. Um, that's what we're calling uh, him now. That, that's what we're calling him now. So two brothers, um, William Richard Shorten is is our Bill, or Billy Dick Shorten, as he'll be known from now on, yeah. and Bill's brother, Robert, Bob Shorten.
1: How do you not call the, the brother Ben? I don't understand that. Ben? Oh, no, because they're both named after Dad. Well, yeah, but still, Bill and Ben.
0: No, well, Bill and Bob.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, never mind. You see.
0: And here's the other fun fact is that Bill... Bill <laughs> which Yeah, Bill. Did you yeah. know Bill was best man at John Roskam's wedding? John Roscombe of IPA, Infamy. You know? This so is the are,
1: second thing I didn't know that you've told me.
0: Isn't this is amazing? Because people are trying to tie... Wish Wilson from the Greens that I have.
1: I have no loves of the
0: Greens. They're trying to tie Wish Wilson the <laughs> to <laughs> you the love, IPA. You love the
1: I, from,
0: so some them, from the Greens. Apart from, of course, one I'm person. Friends with, some of them are very, some of them are lovely. Some and of them they, are
1: terrible.
0: Some of them are terrible. David um, Harris, for
1: example.
0: They feed their au pairs home brand tuna. That was last week's joke. Anyway, so Bill, Bill's big friends. Bill's big friends with people in the IPA. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just asking questions. Anyway.
1: They're good people so, in the IPA.
0: Billy, Billy, Bill Dick Short, Billy Dick Shorten. That's yeah. going to be Prime Minister Bill Dick Shorten. I don't know. Whether, are you up for that?
1: Do you ever? Do you think they are ever going to have a, like one of those twins things where they go, they go to Bill and they go, you know, where did it all go wrong? Like yeah,
0: which twin? Which which twin is Bill? Is Bill the evil twin? He's. It have to be. Robert's apparently uh, taller and darker. And I mean, did we get? Did Australia get dudded? I think he's a finance. He's a he's like a finance guy or something.
1: Can he lay down a zinger?
0: <laughs> Can he? I bet that's in the shortened jeans. I bet that's. I bet <laughs> I reckon, their dad was. Yeah. Anyway. I reckon they were,
1: zinging, they were zinging. in the pram. They were just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In,
0: the, in the crib. Yeah. All right. All so, right. and the other important thing, and this is probably what's going to get Bill over the line uh, on July the second, is that he has two bulldogs, Matilda and Theodore. Um, and I haven't I haven't introduced them into the cartoons yet because bulldogs are really hard to draw. But um, I, if if we get Prime Minister Shorten, um, I think we'll be having we'll be having we'll be seeing a lot more of the bulldogs. I'm sure I'm sure they're lovely people.
1: Before we go any further, can I just finish that sentence for you? Like bulldogs are very hard to draw for some.
0: <laughs> thanks, thanks, John. Uh, we did have a win today against the Pies, the Bulldogs. No, well done, mate. I prefer nothing. Yeah, good no, that guess. was, oh, mate, the first three quarters, I was just like, I went outside and chopped down a tree. All right. In the third quarter. <laughs>
1: I've seen you watch the Bulldogs, mate. Yeah,
0: it's not it's good. very tense. Not good. I took the dog for a walk. I was like, this is, and then I, I took the dog. I'm not, I'm not watching this rubbish. I took the dog for a walk and then I watched it on my phone. And as we walked around the block. But I, got,
1: I got really upset for you watching the football. I really did. I got—I genuinely, it's the first time I've ever cared about you at all. And I, I, I thought, Doc, I hope he's okay. I did. Well, I'm not. I hate it. <laughs> you know, I know yeah. it's terrible. I wish you wouldn't do it. It's like someone just punching himself in the face for like four God. quarters. Um,
0: where are we? What else have we got? Uh, look, you made a list this week. Yeah, we're more Feenies. Uh, the next Feeny was Barnaby Joyce. Uh, and the When Australia... Uh, stopped live exports to Indonesia, which was, uh, by the way, voted for by the coalition, including the National Party, Mm. uh, the ban on the live export trade.
1: Yeah, Barnaby said that uh, Australia was horrified by the stopping of the live cattle trade, but uh, if I recall, there was a fairly horrifying Four Corners uh, expose leading to that ban.
0: Um, The Indonesia's response was to Start the boats. Um, and Barnaby is the hilarious thing was Barnaby really clearly said that and and the and, and, and the interviewer I can't remember was it was it Ullman? I don't know, whatever. Yeah, but it was was really like, Are you really sure you're saying that? And Barnaby was like, Yeah, I'm really sure I'm saying that. And then of course everybody else comes out and says, No, 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 he wasn't really sure that he was saying that but he was really sure he was saying that It
1: was it was a good as conspiracy theories go, It's not bad. I mean by extension, basically, the live cattle trade basically causes congestion on the M4, as far as I can tell. It's <laughs> yes, that's it's the cow's fault. Uh, exactly, sheep. And that's well, why I mean, we
0: shouldn't be vegans.
1: Wake up, eat steak, drive to work quickly. It, it, it's, it's stop the, the boats.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's no, it's, it's but I mean that's that's the thing. Barnaby clearly. And this is interesting. He clearly believes that to be the case because he wouldn't have said it. Well, I mean, sure, he says he doesn't believe, but but you know what I mean? It was it was one of those moments where he was like, "Yeah, this is what I really think is going he accidentally on."
1: Accidentally said what he really thought, and that's always mistake. Yeah.
0: yeah, and 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 so clearly, I mean, and we know, yeah, we know that Indonesia, if they really wanted to stop the boats, um, could do it because it's corruption and blah 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 blah. Um, but uh, it's 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 a, a fascinating little little insight into into Barnaby's thinking and i use that word uh carefully
1: well i mean did he did he say something that that everyone knows is true or did he say and they don't want to say it much like bill um saying that trump wasn't necessarily the full quit or um is it just not true yeah was that a feeny when
0: when because i mean a couple of weeks ago christopher pine said trump was a, a a maniac or something i mean you know everyone a maniac or something
1: I think I think, um, Trump, I think Trump would own that. I think he's quite happy to be called a maniac. He's, and then don't,
0: Bill comes out oh. and slags him, and, and and then and Malcolm says that's not very, that's bad. It's bad. He goes, yeah, pull.
1: he goes steady on, steady on, Bill. You've gone too far, mate. Uh,
0: I don't know if that was. I don't know if that qualifies as a feenie. Oh, that's
1: that's just, oh, It's at least a semi-feenie. It's about yeah. All right, it's no. about you know point three feenies. Right. Okay.
0: It's a half feenie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a half feenie with a twist. Uh, that bloke, what's his name, Chris German. Who uh, who was running in the you now? I'm I'm looking here at my notes. Uh, the Liberal candidate for McEwen, Chris German, mm. has gate crashed Bill Shorten's sort of doorstop presser um, in McEwen, and has been asked questions by a news called journalist, And I'm I've got the transcript here, which you don't. Uh, but it's hilarious because he's gate crashed it. Um, and the journalist says, what do you think of Bill Shorten's Medicare plan? And he replies, I think the people will make that determination. We've got very positive policies. Uh, There's a petition coming out, uh, and we're supporting that. Yes, says the journalist, but what's your view specifically on unfreezing the Medicare benefits schedule for January next year, as he's proposed? Now, see, I'm a cartoonist, and even I know what Susan Ray says, all right? Yeah. Yeah. And German says, no, I'm just here to listen to what the leader of the opposition has to say. But the journalist says, but do you have a view on unfreezing of the Medicare schedule? And he says, no, we're here to listen to what the leader of the opposition has to say, but do you support it or are you against it? Do you have a position? My position is the position of that of the government. We've been talking about Medicare here in Sunbury. Um, Yes, so what is, says the journalist, the government's position on unfreezing the schedule? And he says, and I love this. The government's position is very clear. Nonetheless, I think we've got the leader arriving now, so I'd like to have a listen to what he's got to say. So, it was a Mal Meninga moment. I think I think we've got two categories. We've got a Feeney, and we've got a Meninga moment where the guy is just about to go like, I can't do this. I've screwed this.
1: He's turned up to a to a gunfight with a I don't know with a piece of
0: cheese. A banana. Yeah. Yeah. it's a fruit platter. It has,
1: he just he's running, he's running, and he's just gone. He's running and gone. The Liberal Party has a plan for jobs and growth for the future of Australia, and then there's an awkward silence. Yes, I don't know. Look, you wouldn't you don't necessarily turn up and heckle when you don't actually have any heckles. That's the problem.
0: Well, I mean, you need to be able to say, "I think the policy." I mean, if you're going to go and talk about, I mean, there was a policy launch. Oh, let's have an awkward silence now. Okay. I oh, know that
1: wasn't that awkward because. Oh come on!
0: It was not long enough. You interrupted it. Let's try again. Oh. Well, actually, I uh, so so John, what's your position on the unfreezing of the Medicare schedule? See, that was awkward. Oh, sorry. I was just pouring a drink. Yes, that
1: was that, that was
0: that's. This is good radio. This is
1: good. Yeah, I mean that was a fairly awkward silence, it was awkward silence as awkward silences go. But you know, it's it's not anything like um, you know the Tony Abbott shit happened silence was, uh, when he's being interviewed by Mark Riley. So should we move on to the next thing? Yeah, because that was a that was a that was a, a feeny. That's a dead set feeny.
0: Yeah. The next feeny is ScoMo, Black Hole Gate.
1: Oh, Black Hole Gate was great, wasn't it?
0: Wasn't
1: He's, he's got out. He's essentially, he's he's he's, called, he's gone with an ambit black hole. Basically, he's gone with he's gone with a, a stalking black hole to bluff. flush out to flush out what the black hole was. It really is. He, he's gone. There's a he's gone. Look out! There's a sixty-seven billion dollar black hole. And there's an awkward silence. Well, I love the
0: question. So, is there a black hole in your black hole, and it's getting meta? You know? Yeah, well look like I mean you're a scientist. What would happen if a black hole had a black
1: hole? You can't I mean,
0: surely that's impossible.
1: Or they'd just they'd kind of suck together and be a bigger black exactly. hole. Anyway. There was some sort of finance dilation going on anyway as they approach the event horizon. I don't know. Look, if it had been a Higgs boson I would probably... <laughs> Higgs bosons, of course, as you know, give all matter mass, So there would be some substance to the debate. There you go. That's my physics contribution.
0: No, that's good. But as, as a unreconstructed leftist, yes. I get the Saturday paper every day. Oh, really? uh, and every day. Page, every uh, day you
1: get the Saturday paper. You go, yeah, oh, it's a yeah absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, I, it's actually essentially just it's the same one, but I, I wrap it back in the glad wrap yeah. and then I throw it out on the front lawn and I go out every morning, the night before, and then I go out every morning and I wrap it and I go, oh, look at this. Oh, yeah. what's Typical? prior drawn this week? Um, <laughs> 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 Typical dog. and 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 karen middleton on the front page has 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 done the whole black hole thing without reading what she's talked about but she says that the coalition um weren't didn't have a problem with that feeny they're they're saying it's not a feeny they're saying it's a reverse feeny because all the newspaper acreage and broadcast minutes that followed weren't focused on disputing it they were just talking about the existence of the Labor black hole. And everybody goes, oh, Labor black hole, yeah, of course, and nods, you see. And they're also saying that this fucking election is so long, nobody's even paying attention yet anyway. So they did not say that word.
1: It was, in fact, a black hole dead cat.
0: <laughs> a reverse Feeney <laughs> black hole dead cat. That's exactly what it was. In a box. In a box. We need a spreadsheet so we can... We can keep a record of... It
1: places. was a confusing... That was confusing to me. Even, like, most of these things, you know, they're just making it up. But this one, they seem to be, like, ironically making it up.
0: Yes. And it's... Because, uh, I mean, this is post-Abbott. This is post-Truth Australia, post-Fact Australia. So, it's, it's not about the... It's about shades of lies and, and misrepresentation. You know, yeah the, the no lies, one, yeah,
1: the lies somehow became self-aware.
0: <laughs> nobody expects them to actually ever say anything true anymore so what we have to do is rummage through the particles of it to see which bits might point to oh man I'm we,
1: we need some sort of you know giant giant cyclotron to work out what actually happened when they said something anyway yeah. it, was, it, it was it was opaque it was opaque it was to opaque. say the least
0: do we want to talk about the new chief scientist at the CSIRO and the, well, actually, more more importantly, do we want to talk about the UNESCO report that Australia um, canned? We
1: were, we were mentioned a couple of times, I believe. Tasmania forests. Tasmanian forests. Which were destroyed by wildfire because of uh, climate was... change, allegedly, though, you know, climate change could well be made up. And then there's uh. the, the coral bleaching, which... Yes, because, I mean, hilariously, it was the United
0: Nations doing a report on areas, places in the world uh, where they have tourism that will be affected by climate change and and your forests were one um, and obviously the now-devastated Great Barrier Reef was another and, um, um, and Australia asked UNESCO, this is interesting, Australia said to UNESCO, can you please take out the references to Australia and UNESCO did what they were told.
1: It, it's not going to fix the problem. I'm sorry, not, not actually. Taking it out of the report will not fix it. I mean, in, in some respects, maybe if they take it out of the report, they will print fewer sheets of paper, which may reduce deforestation by a negligible amount, I suppose. That's all I've got.
0: Okay, but here's the thing. So they take it out. So Because what they're worried is about tourists saying, oh, I'm not going to the Great Barrier Reef. It's all, it's all dead and, and horrible.
1: In a way, that they're creating scarcity. They come and see it before it's completely gone. There's a bit less. Yeah, the theory seems to be just taking people away and hoping it'll be fine then. For example, you know, we've we've been studying climate change, so what we should do is get rid of all the, the climate scientists and perhaps it hasn't happened.
0: Well, it's kind of, yes, essentially, we've solved climate. We haven't solved it, but we've proved that it exists. Therefore, we don't need climate
1: scientists anymore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably just the first step at best.
0: I'm I'm, I'm thinking that.
1: But you know, I'm not a climate scientist. I don't. But I would I would suggest. Uh, I am. Oh, yeah, you are obviously. I would suggest. I would suggest that more study is required.
0: Malcolm, he came down to Victoria early in the week. Yeah. Uh, the prime minister. He was. He was. He, he he made what I think is probably a poor decision to be photographed at many different positions in front of Puffing Billy, which is a a, a loved. Steam train down here in the Dandenong Ranges. It's you a, love
1: your steam trains. Well, uh,
0: it's oh, I mean, who doesn't love a steam train? It's, I love a steam it's,
1: train. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a
0: tourism icon. Um, but of course, as soon as you know Malcolm stands in front of a steam train, everybody starts talking about the NBN. Everybody starts talking about very fast rail or very slow rail or whatever. But what he did do, and I thought this was probably a missed opportunity, was he promised six point five million dollars the ongoing support of puffing billy which is which is fine it's well you know, it's going it can't be cheap to run a steam
1: train puffing um, Billy, single-handedly keeping australia's coal industry solvent at the moment
0: <laughs> exactly exactly however when people compared the 6.5 million dollars that he had he had uh promised to keep puffing billy running with the 10 million dollars that he was contributing to the victorian government's uh metro rail upgrade which is coming in at a well i, I think cheap uh, at 10.9 billion dollars right. so he's contributed 10 million to the 10.9 billion which is as a yeah, person well, can you take me through the maths john
1: well look a billion australian billion is is, is a thousand million so he's, he's only out by a factor of a thousand so if right. like if someone said Mate, have you got a dollar? I need to catch a train. That's like him giving you what point one of a cent and saying off you go, <laughs> catch the train. I would say my my mathematical analysis is that, that the funding that he is offered is inadequate. However,
0: if you compare him to Tony, who Refused ever to fund anything other than roads. He loves
1: it. he loved uh, a road, did Tony?
0: Is, and listen, as an I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come out here and say this. Yeah. Um. There have been a number of reports this week uh, about Tony Abbott, uh, yeah. Tony Abbott and Peter Credlin attending a dinner during the Sydney Writers' Festival. Uh, it was at Sailor's Thai Restaurant. And that's really all I'm going to say about it. Other than Joe Easton reported in the Australian Financial Review, uh, Margot Seville reported in Crikey. Um, Margot, I believe, was actually in attendance. And both those reports, I thought, were quite interesting. I'm not going to comment on the veracity of them other than to say they were inaccurate in that they did not report that I was actually at that dinner, Okay, I was invited to attend that dinner, which included Tony Abbott and Peter Crendlin, And I have to say, it was one of the weirdest nights of my life. I gave Louise Adler a penguin. Yeah. It's not a euphemism. I gave her an actual penguin. Uh, and I had a lovely time in the food. If you're in Sydney and you want a Thai restaurant, you can't go past Sarah's Thai. It was delicious.
1: They do a sensational muscle and curry. So that was dinnergate.
0: That was dinnergate. Dinner dinner it, it
1: was dinner. Did, it did they live together, didn't they?
0: No, no comment from me. I'm not going to tell you that they did. I mean, or uh, not. Uh, so, I wasn't week? What are you drinking, John?
1: I'm drinking. I'm drinking Spiritual Journey by Hartwood. It's a lovely little drop, sixty-nine percent. Quite good. Now that's not a Hartwood's
0: not a distillery, is it? It's a bottler.
1: It's a bottler. It's one of the bottlers we Tim uh, Tim we mentioned, it.
0: we mentioned it in our book.
1: In our book, uh, and First Dog Spiritual Journey, still available from the website.
0: I have a I have a bottle of Spiritual Journey in my cupboard. I haven't cracked it. Uh, I'm currently drinking um, a delicious. Monkey Shoulder, because it's one of the cheaper blends, but it's still very good. And I know that it's... uh, I know that distillers, that whiskey people drink Monkey Shoulder because it's not awful.
1: It's for the tight ass in the know, basically.
0: The winners and losers of the week, John. Who Was it Bill? Was it Malcolm? Who do you think think got over the line?
1: I think the winner of the night at the debate was Dick Di Natale. Honestly. For not being there. Yeah, it was... Fairly diabolical. I I think that... You actually watched it.
0: You are a great... You're a patriot, John. And
1: I, I even tweeted some of it. I was that bored with it. Oh, nice. You know the big thing of the last few campaigns has been the three-word slogan, right? Well, the buzzword for this election campaign seems to be the word plan. Sadly, these plans seem to act much in the manner of a black hole from which no detail could possibly escape. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the plan seems to be to say there's a plan and attempt to leave it at that. <laughs> Now, the only thing either um, candidate got really excited about was that they are both still very keen on beating up refugees for their own good. Credlin said that uh, that they shouldn't have another debate. Did she? Yeah, she that. said it tonight on, um, she's, on Sky. She's, she's, so had she's had a lot of opinions. She's come out and said, I mean, basically, and I think in many respects that she showed that she's in more in touch with the common punter of the country.
0: <laughs> Winners and losers. I would suggest that again, and I think this was the same result last week, that it's, if if you don't have a clear winner or loser, it has to be Bill because he because he's because Malcolm's the incumbent, so he has all the resources and all of the all of the momentum uh, to the Turnbull momentum. But but if he's not a clear winner, then then you have to give it to um, to the up and comer, um, Billy Dick Shorten.
1: Yeah, who when he comes for a two for a price of one deal anyway? I mean you wouldn't is exactly he, is he an identical twin?
0: Oh, wouldn't it be good no I, almost but wouldn't it be good if there was like some weird like one of those terrible hollywood movies where like bob is is the evil genius and he's just waiting for bill to do all the work and get elected and then just sort of you know poison him with some weird alien alien drug and then
1: take over or even better no, like no one would know like bill bill has a date but he's he's like he's got like um i don't know like uh, the uk Prime Minister, and he's got Donald Trump, the President, and he's double booked himself. So you know, he has his yeah. brother go to one at the same time. There's all oh, sorts of f- a sitcom <laughs> wacky hijinks. I think that be- hey, <laughs> that would be good. I mean, good. Would, that would be hey, less, maybe, less dystopian that, than yours,
0: Kevin. Yeah, less. But Kevin Klein wasn't that the movie like Dave? and Dave, he, looked, he looked exactly like the Prime, the President.
1: That was a good movie. I enjoyed that movie. Oh, that
0: was. I love you,
1: man. You loved it too. You just don't yeah. want to say. Yeah. I, no, I don't want You to. didn't love it as much as... Um, as much as you did. Yeah, no. No, I was going to say you didn't love it as much as uh, the Shawshank Redemption, which I know you love.
0: Well, that's everybody's favourite movie, John. Yeah. Yeah. You're not allowed to actually have a more favourite movie yeah. than Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it's a good movie,
1: though. Yeah, imagine for a if Malcolm had a twin brother. You know, <laughs> probably hide him in the attic and feed him a bucket of fish heads every night. Yeah. Anyway, look, we're moving on. Yes. There I on? think we're done. We're we hey? no, I think. Well, look, we've been banging on for ages,
0: so I think, I think we're probably uh, we're probably ready to wrap it.
1: Yeah, let's wrap it to let's play, it.
0: to play "Road to Gundagai," which is in fact played by me on my organ in my own lounge room, not a <laughs> euph. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good.
1: I really like that. It's the best bit easily well, my it well, no, like.
0: it's funny you mention because we have had a number of complaints from yeah. people saying that the organ music is. Terrible and too long. We don't care. Yeah. And, and yeah, absolutely, I, 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 wish, I should. We, in fact, you should play it twice at the end. I'm going
1: time. to now. Okay. I know Can I play it as a round? Will that work?
0: If, man, you're the
1: editor. I'll give it a go. I'll see what happens.
0: Garage <laughs> band. Okay, <we'll
1: laughs> solve everything.
0: Here it comes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Hey, woo. Good evening, Australia.
1: Yeah. Have a good next week.
0: How good was that? That was a great podcast. That was really good. That was our best one, yeah. I
1: don't know. So it was, but there was actual information, and Maggie did <laughs> say that it was really good when there was actual information in it. Yep. So, yep. yeah, I, I think some of it was informative.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, the bit about the twins was
0: good. But See? People didn't know. People didn't know. I didn't the, Listen, let me tell you, and I want you to listen. Okay. The funny thing about having a conversation with Mark Colton is it's like talking to people <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Okay, because you feel like you're actually, like, imagine if radio was really that interactive and you could have a conversation with a whole radio program rather than just, you know, being a talkback caller, you actually chat away to it. And, and when you're talking to Mark that's just what it's like. But when you're talking to Richard Feidler, that's what it's like, too. Not Tony Jones, though, for some reason. All oh, right, what's that like? It's just like talking to Tony Jones. Lovely fellow. Yeah, no, lovely bloke. Good hair.
1: <laughs> I think I think Mark and I would really
0: get along if we ever together. I think we would. I think you would too. He's a, he's a cracking fellow. How did
1: you get along with him? Eh? How did you get along with
0: him? Oh, you get along well. I think everybody gets along with problem. He said That's you're a bit practice. of a disappointment, actually.